Sometimes I'm guilty of looking at others' ministries, like our guest today, Jess, owner and a creator of Salt and Gold. Her love for Jesus, her intimacy with Him, and her extraordinary heart for people exploded through an artistic series she calls the Foot Washing Series. You've probably seen it, but if not, definitely look it up. Uh, it equally pierces your heart and melts your heart. I am so serious. You will swoon all over this stuff. Uh, her Instagram handles in the notes on whatever app you're using to play this podcast. You can just scroll down under where you hit play and you can see notes. I try to kind of give a basic outline of the episode there in case you're more of a visual person. I also put our call to action, our bust a move in that spot. So definitely check out that spot for resources. Uh, so sometimes we can look at someone like an artist and feel jealous, right? Because pretty things depict love so beautifully. And if we could all just paint our feelings or paint our love or draw our love or put words to it, that would be, it seems like that would be an easy solution. Photography and art and dance, just they, they connect us to deeper things, right? Like feelings, things we don't have language for, especially those really intricate, harder things. Things like you just don't have the answers for it. You can't put it in black and white. And as much as we'd like to know exactly how we feel about every issue and every situation, most hard things are tangled in webs of confusion. And then we'll like see the song or hear a poem or see a painting and it just resonates deeply in your heart, in your chest. You know that feeling, right? So we can like, oh, my favorite. The other day we were riding on the boat and, and my son was like, mommy, 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 mommy. And he wanted me to look at this bright pink sunset, just dipping down over those trees. And we did, we gasped in awe because we yearn for what is bigger than what we can see, touch, or describe. We want that. Our body wants that. Our soul longs for those things, right? And so today we're going to celebrate the way Jess, our guest, leans into the Father and then just beautifully expresses his love for each of us. And that is something to celebrate. But listen, I also want you to walk away from this conversation asking who you are. How do you depict the love of Christ? Guard your heart today to not feel jealous of her way, okay? Instead, thank the Father that He loves you as much as He loves her. He's leaning in. He's whispering you. And as you connect with Him in a quiet space, you get to ask Him how He's speaking to you. How is He using you? And who does He say, you are. And so you might not, and I don't, create these beautiful art pictures that show what love is. But do not be mistaken because the Father is speaking to you in a different way that is unique to you. And when you know what that thing is, that's what sets your soul on fire. That's what gives you passion in life. And that's what makes life so exciting. And so reach out to me if you'd like to chat more about this in a one-on-one -on -one conversation or join us in the Facebook community group to talk more about this. All right, listen, Woo! so excited. I cannot start today's episode without acknowledging and celebrating a big, big change. Shout out to my sister, my personal graphic designer. She is 
awesome. And she helped uh, with our new podcast art. We have a new title. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. Yes, it's a bit sassy, a bit fun, but it's also an invitation to wake up, live that joy-filled life that you long for, fill your life with peace, flow in love and purpose and a knowledge that God has designed you and he loves you and he's for you. We can live these authentic lives. We can live in alignment and know that we know that we know that we know that God is our fan, that he loves us. He's for us. So this means goodbye being done with people pleasing. Goodbye perfection. Let go of comparison. Let go of the exhaustion that comes with all of that and live a life that you love. Root your life in identity knowing that God has an insane amount of love for you. Mm, I wish I could squeeze you right now. I love you so much. Enjoy the show. Okay. Well, um, I'm Jessica and I am from New Zealand originally. Um, I'm trying really hard to keep my Kiwi accent strong, even though I now live in Australia. This is my fifth year here. Um, I am the owner I don't really know what to call myself, to be honest. I'm the owner, creator, artist, wordsmith, CEO, whatever. I don't know. I, I do salt and gold. <laughs> it's my thing. People ask me, oh, so what's your business? And I'm like, I have no idea how to describe it. I think I'd call it, at least at the moment, maybe a creative ministry. It's probably the yeah. best thing I've got for it. Um, it's a, yeah, a, co- a collection of words and art. Um Mm-hmm. primarily through an Instagram account, um, just trying to serve Jesus and just communicate him in a way that's easy to understand. I think sometimes we make God just so complicated and he's really not. <laughs> so right. just trying to, yeah, use simple pictures and words to help people meet Jesus is really what I'm about. Um, and what else? I um, You're I about died. to move to California? Right. Yeah, I am. So I've done one year in, or just about a year in California already, um, pre-COVID. And now that things are settling back down, I'm able to go back for my second year of study at a um, full-time ministry college over there, which I'm so excited about. So that's going to be really cool. Lots of things to learn. I just know I'm going to be humbled. You know, when you feel like you know everything there is to know about your faith and then and you're like, yeah, I know Jesus through and through. He'll never surprise me. I just know he's going to humble me and I'm going to be on my face. Um, so that's going to be fun. But um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus is Jesus I want, you know. <laughs> that's right. He's full of surprises and never done. Mm-hmm. So that is exciting. It would be boring without yeah. it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that's kind of what's coming up in the future. Um, and what else? I love a good chai latte. Do you, I can't remember. Do you have those in America? I think we do, but I don't drink any of that. So, but yeah, there's like two drinks here in Australia that I just cherish and it's my almond chai latte. (laughs) And then if I like go to a bar or something, I don't really drink alcohol. So I order a lemon lime bitters and you guys definitely don't have those. I don't know what that is. Can I give you a Sprite? I'm like, okay, it's right. We're fine. Anyway, so I'm giving up my two favorite drinks to move back to America. <laughs> I guess that doesn't ship. Well, I think that you'll be able to find a chai latte. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, for sure. And there's the sacrifices plenty. we make for the Lord. <laughs> for the Lord. That's your true sacrifice. <laughs> 
<laughs> lay it down. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. So salt and gold and what, um, where did that come from? That yeah. name? The name. Okay. So the name, um, I mean, there's lots of Bible verses that we can take, you know, um, but really if we boil it down to its simplest, salt for me is about truth. Um, and then also about just seeing the Lord do miracles, a lot of miracles to do with water, you know, like parting the sea, walking on the sea, like, so, you know, that kind of like salt ocean kind of feel. Um, and then gold is really about the presence of the Lord, um, just wanting him to be there. And yeah. um, sometimes gold is kind of like we use the imagery around um, the gift of prophecy and really just um, listening to the Lord to see things through his eyes. How, like um, there's a kind of a, a, a description that I love about prophecy about um using the prophetic is about um calling out the gold in people like I can look at somebody and with my natural eyes I can see their faults their failures it's so easy for me to look at anybody else and they can do the same to me and see their sin you know like their issues but really if I'm talking to the Lord if I've got a mind of Christ I can look at them and see who God made them to be and help encourage them to be that person so that's kind of salt and gold those two elements um is where the name came from yeah oh gosh collection collection got tagged on the end because I was like (laughs) what am I going to do with this business I have no idea a lot of different things so we'll just call it a collection of stuff (laughs) (laughs) that sounds perfect it kind of brings it all together yeah Yeah. oh Mm -hmm. man well so that leads me that I'm exploding with questions, Jess. Like I have mm-hmm. so many questions. I'm so excited. So I think I'll start with just, did you always, have you always been an artist? What came first, ministry or art? Oh, um, yeah, good question. I think um, as kids, um, we were encouraged to explore whatever things we were interested in, whether that was sport or music or art or public speaking or like whatever it was so I was really grateful to have parents who um raised me with that um and so I kind of naturally was drawn towards more the arts in general like music and um I did a lot of drawing I (laughs) my sister and I we were going to start a fashion business I don't know if every like 12 year old girl does this but we like (laughs) would make these hand-drawn like lookbooks and design on our clothes and you know really we're just doing it for our Barbie dolls but um so I remember doing a lot of that stuff as a kid but I'd never like seriously pursued it um it was more kind of just a side hobby that kind of fell off as I got you know into my teenage years and stuff so um no I don't consider myself an artist definitely ministry in my eyes came first at least in my adult life um I've been nearly for 10 years um, worked as a Catholic youth minister um, and, and slash missionary. And so that's looks like serving the young people um, in lots of different places in New Zealand, in um, three, four different states of Australia or five actually like, and then um, yeah. So that's kind of been my main um, way of serving the Lord has been through my youth work and and just um yeah it's just such an honor to honestly to to have a, a to create a place where um 
young people can meet Jesus because I know that's what I needed. Like I didn't know it at the time, but man, I was desperate for Jesus. All the, all the, like I could have had comfort and healing for so many things if I'd just known that he was there and, and ready to give that to me. And so that's what I love to do is to um, help offer young people Jesus healing, Jesus freedom, his purpose, you know, hope, like, oh my gosh, there's so much. And so, yeah, I've spent a long time um, serving young people in that way. And so that season came to a close literally just a few months ago, actually. Um, I was balancing both the youth work and the um, and salt and gold kind of side by side for the last few years. But yeah, just over the last few months, um, that's finished. And now I'm full-time with salt and gold. Um, so I guess I've moved now from, well, it's kind of like a merge of ministry and art together is really how I'd see it. I still don't consider myself an artist, which um, uh, I, I'd see myself as someone who God is doing art through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, yeah. In, um I don't know where where things are going to go. Um, I'm literally just day by day. Hey, Lord, what what are we doing today? And, um, you know, some days it's drawing stuff. Some days it's writing. Um, some days it's praying for people. Some days it's fundraising to move to America to go to ministry school, you know, just like whatever he wants, I want to do. Yeah, put that plug out. She could definitely <laughs> use some assistance to get to Bethel. And so we definitely want to help her with that if needed, if possible. I love that you say that this is ministry and not art, because what you're saying is, and you you said you listen in order to see the gold, right? And so what I notice in your in your art is that it really feels like it's for others. And, um, it feels like, I don't understand. It feels like a gift, a supernatural gift that you have where you're able to touch so many people, like your art encompasses the, the one, you know what I mean by that? I don't know how you do that. Um, (laughs) but I think you're answering it and I want you to expound on it because it shows me that you're not just creating art, but your art is this overflow of a personal moment with God. Is that right? Tell me more about how that develops. Is that, is it obedience? Is it overflow? Like what inspires the words and the images? Yeah. Look, the honest answer is that I say most, if not everything of what I share with the world has come first from the Lord chastising me and correcting me. And, you know, we all think, like I said earlier, we all think that we know the Lord perfectly already and that we we have seen every side of him and that we know exactly how he's going to move and that what the parameters are that he can be in and what it means to be a Christian. And, you know, and every time I think that I've got him sorted, He's like, hey, (laughs) we haven't talked about this. Or like even sometimes, you know, I go through these seasons of um, understanding where, um, you know, the Lord is kind and um, walks with me on this journey of faith. Like it's really, you know, that that corny thing about it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. (laughs) journey. And like, okay, we all want to get to heaven. Like, let's be honest. But also like. I'm not gonna 
like get to this perfect place of being the perfect Christian and knowing him perfectly well until I'm in heaven, right? So my whole life, I've got things to be learning every single day. And so, yeah, just literally everything that I'm doing is the Lord giving me a really kind, firm slap in the face. <laughs> like, honestly, that, that's what it is. And um, yeah, I I also think maybe um, where you're talking about the, the messages for the one, like, yes, it's put out to, you know, a, a large space. Um, and I hope that it reaches many people. <laughs> but I think as well, I'm so certain that Jesus is just as invested into me as an individual as he is into humanity and every other person on the planet and every person who has lived and is going to come in the future. Like, so I think I, I want it to be personal. I don't want us to, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm Catholic. I don't want to just when someone asks me about my faith, say, oh, I'm Catholic. And that means I go to mass on a Sunday. I want that to mean I'm Catholic. I have met Jesus and I meet him in mass. And he is a, a part of my story and my life every single moment of every day. And, um, you know, I think it's a, it crushes me to think that there are people who maybe haven't met Jesus in their own life for themselves in that really personal way. Like he's invested into every single area of your life, whether it's, um, you know, your friendships, whether it's your job choices, whether it's, I don't know, (laughs) what you're listening to on the radio, whether it's the bad dream you had last night, like he literally cares about everything. And, um, so I guess I'm really hoping that that's also something that people do is meet meet Jesus, not just hear about him or right. see him working in other people's lives, but I want everyone to meet him themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's where the power is. That's where the fun is, is, mm-hmm. is when it's in personal and your own. Well, tell us, if you don't mind, where you met him and kind of what that transformation was for you like yeah what has he done for you I didn't grow up in a Christian household um I was we were a agnostic slash atheist family I guess and then when I was 11 um I met Jesus in a Baptist church um my friend invited me to go to church with her and so I went and you know I was going through a hard time in my life I think sometimes this is such a side note but I think we underestimate what children or teenagers experience like we kind of say oh they're just kids they can't be going through that much but some kids are they're really going through it um I was going through it and I just met the Lord in this church through the worship music and I felt loved and I felt not alone and I felt understood and I felt um courage come into me I was a really shy like painfully shy um child and um suddenly I was like singing at the top of my lungs like people were turning around to look at me and like (laughs) that would have killed me that would have absolutely killed me but suddenly I just didn't care and like I didn't know who the heck I was singing about I knew music right I said that like as kids we were encouraged to like invest into whatever we were interested into 
and, and one of those things for me was music. And so I knew music, but I'd never heard the name of Jesus before. So I'm seeing this song about this, with this name in it and these words. I'm like, I don't know what it means, but I'm feeling like I'm, you know, we would call it now, like I had the words to say. I was having an encounter with the Lord, encounter with God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. Um, but yeah, we went out after that into Sunday school and the Sunday school teacher got up and he told us about Jesus and how he had met him and how he loved us and died for us. And, you know, we can give his life, uh, our life to, to him. And did anyone want to do it today? And I was like, um, yeah, sure. So I just stuck my hand out because it made sense to me. Like, you know, I'd literally gone from not believing in Jesus to, to having this encounter, which then someone put a name to. And I was like, well, that was real. So this must be, this must be real. And it just mm. wasn't hard. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I can't wait to have kids and just like encourage them to know that their relationship with the Lord, like just started off like, so like straight away, like you don't have to be an adult to understand mm-hmm. or to like talk to Jesus or hear him talk to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so gave my life to Jesus that day. And um, from there, uh, we eventually ended up, my family, um, going back to a Catholic church, um, which was, um, I didn't love it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I was like, walked in and I was like, what is this? Like, I was just so confused, you know? Like, you walk into a Catholic church for the first time into a mess and you have no context. And I'm like, why is the priest wearing a dress? Why are there bells? Like, why are we all standing and sitting so often? Like, the whole thing was just a total mystery. And unfortunately, we didn't have anyone to explain it to us. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of like an interesting tension then for most of my teenage years. So I was baptised in the Catholic church, um, because I knew that I loved the Lord and I, and I wanted to give my life to him. Um, but I didn't want to be Catholic. So, um, there's a sacrament, like a commitment of, um, confirmation that you can receive to say, yeah, I believe in this church. I want to be a part of this church. I'm making an adult choice. Um, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, that's not me right now. And I'm not going to do it like as a lie. So, yeah, really kind of that tension between like which denomination do I fit into? Like where do I feel is right for me? And um, that continued right up until I was an adult. So I finally committed to the Catholic Church when I was, well, I was 21 when I did the, sac- the um, Sacrament of Confirmation, which was so beautiful. And I got there because I went to a summer school with a hundred other young adult Catholics. I was 19, I think. And I met Jesus in that personal way on the summer school through the Catholic faith. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that these two worlds could merge. I didn't realize you could have praise and worship and be Catholic, or I didn't realize you could talk to Jesus and be Catholic and all the theology for me just really made sense um and yeah I was like this feels like home to me so it's been a journey I'm nearly 30 now so I don't know if I can still call myself a baby Catholic (laughs) but um you know it's just been beautiful just this this total journey with the Lord um and you know, even after going through making that commitment as an adult and 
um, it's I've still had these pretty significant moments of um, committing to him again and realizing, you know what, my life is not actually glorifying you as well as it could right now. Like, I'm sorry for conducting my relationships like that or for using those words or, you know, whatever it is. And um, yeah, it just, I think the more that I have given my life to the Lord, the more exciting in a way my life has become just like going on to like on these mission trips around the world and um, just investing all of my time and energy into the Lord. It's just, the best thing like I really feel like your life grows when you give it to Jesus not shrinks you know sometimes we get caught up in this idea like oh if I become a Christian my my life my happiness is gonna reduce because I'm gonna be trapped by all these rules but actually for me I've found so much freedom and joy in um, just adventure with him yeah that's so fun I think that it's kind of what we were talking about before. It's this opening up when you face the genuine, when you get down to who you are and you walk in that, like, you know, your identity, you know, your purpose, you know, what you're living for, then the whole world is open and you Mm -hmm. don't maybe feel left out of things that are happening that seem important to the world because you're on this mission Mm -hmm. with a purpose. And that is so life-giving. And I think it, like a big um, <laughs> milestone, for lack of a better word, in my life with the Lord has been understanding who he has made me to be. Like, what's my identity? Because I think a lot along the way, a lot of the um, choices that I've made that have ended up being actually really hurtful to me and other people have been from this trying to grasp at like, am I loved or like what's my worth or you know what's my purpose and so I think when I understood like first and foremost before anything else I am beloved of God I'm his kid and you know when when I can understand that then I think a lot of my kind of grasping to figure it out just came to a natural end because it's like oh I got it like I'm loved by you Mm. you have made me on purpose I have dignity because I have the Holy Spirit in me like so many of these things um yeah I'm glad because (laughs) he is not I mean he says that the world is ours to enjoy and so he's not shrinking our life he's not Mm -hmm. narrowing our living but opening doors and and giving us what is good for us and Mm -hmm. I think that what's so intriguing to me about passions and art and things like that is, well, first of all, like the artist is so well-defined, like you express yourself um, so well through art, it's easy to see and it's easy to be defined, but the reality is all of our purposes, all of us really ultimately have the same purpose, right? And that's to make God known. And so how we express that is the beauty and it's the unique pieces of, mm-hmm. of the reflection of who he is in each person. So yeah. each of us reflect who God is. We're, you know, uh, in his image, but not all the same. And so when mm-hmm. we, when we surrender and when we come into relationship with him and listen, order 
in order to see, we find the gold in ourselves and we see the gold in others. And that's where life explodes. Like this is so much fun. Well, why is it fun? It's fun because it's unique to me and it's authentic. And it's just this dynamic outpouring Mm -hmm. of who God is in me, who I was created to be. And there's no exhaustion in it. There's no there's hard work in it, but not stress and exhaustion and fatigue and chaos because it's, it's authentic. And it's, it's an overflow of meeting with Holy spirit, you know, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. so life-giving. It's so exciting. Yeah. I love it so much. Well, let's describe, I'm going to let you describe kind of your current project, um, or collection. And then, um, my favorite piece that I fell in love with was when mother Teresa was washing Jesus feet. So tell us about the collection and then we'll kind of talk about that one. Yeah, sure. So the most recent, um, series that I've worked on is called the foot washing series. Um, and it was definitely an accident. Um, I started by, I, on the eve of Valentine's day, just sitting down with the Lord and, and saying, you know, what does it look like to really be your beloved? And um, I just ended up drawing this picture of Jesus washing. Really, it's a picture of me, to be honest. It's not It's not exactly me, but, you know, it represents me. Right. Jesus washing my feet as I'm dressed like a bride and he's given me this massive bouquet of flowers. And in the picture, the bride is, um, you know, holding her heart and just looking up and just crying. And I think you know, I drew her like that. Cause that's what I'll do. If Jesus washed my feet and if he really like, if I had this, ex- like this physical experience of, of him washing my feet and sharing me with his extravagant love, I'd just bore my eyes out. Like I would, I know that I would be so healed, you know? Mm. And so I drew this one and then shared it in, um, yeah, I think a lot of people out there really resonated with that, um, which was, yeah just an honor and a few days later um I was standing in the kitchen cooking my dinner and um I just saw in my mind's eye this flick through of um the exact same image of Jesus washing feet of someone sitting on a stool but the someone is different in every single picture and like I saw a lot (laughs) a lot of people like yeah let's be honest like every single person in the world can be on that stool right that's a lot of people but you know like I was seeing um nurses I was seeing police officers I was seeing children I was seeing elderly like everybody was represented and um I just thought gee um that's pretty controversial (laughs) yes (laughs) you know Especially like some of the ones like they are like no one wants <laughs> to said, see the person geez. they disagree with on the stool. No one wants to see the person who's hurt them on that stool. Mm. And um, yeah, it was a um, a little nerve wracking to um, uh, commit to to drawing it. Um, but I'm you know I'm more afraid of. Um, saying no to an invitation from the Lord um, than I am of what people might think. Like I'd rather get it wrong, but at least I'm trying to try my hardest to be obedient to Jesus than to say no when someone misses out on meeting him because I was scared, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, I did it. I drew all these pictures of all these different people from celebrities to politicians to mums to, oh my gosh, so many people who are prisoners. Um, yep. Yep. And some of them feel like they're in conflict, right? You have someone who's in prison and you have a police officer, like, and yet they're both sitting on that same stool, both having their feet washed by Jesus. Mm. And, you know, my intention here is not ever to promote or endorse um, any of the people or or positions um, of the people who are illustrated, but just to say, you know what? Jesus died for all of us. And his invitation is for all of us. His love is for all of us. Um, yeah, so I really hope that that's what people are taking from it, hey, because, yeah, <laughs> it's certainly controversial. <laughs> See, I imagine you get flooded with many, many, many opinions. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yes. Yes, do I do is the simple answer. And, you know, I think um a lot of it is misunderstanding um and I try my best to communicate what I'm trying to show as best I can but (laughs) I mean I'm just a limited human you know and like I'm trying here but I'm going to get it wrong sometimes or uh, you know and sometimes it just gets misinterpreted and um yeah I'm I just I think people would do better to talk to Jesus about it than talk to me about it you know (laughs) Bring it, girl. That's it. That is it. And, but do you find, I mean, do you find that you're growing in boldness and confidence as you walk in purpose? Like, you know, this is coming out of a quiet moment with the Father. And do you feel bold in that? Oh, it goes through waves. You know, I'm still, I want to be someone who has fear of the Lord and not fear of man or fear of people and what others think of me. But sometimes that's hard. And um, God has given me so much grace, like so much that I didn't even ask for to um, just follow him and to, to just put it out there, even if I'm afraid. So, yeah, and, and just just trusting that that's Jesus, you know. So I think that that's probably where the what you're talking about, maybe like the strength or conviction has come from is literally just saying, Jesus, I sure hope this is you and I'm trusting it is, so I'm just going to do this. Um, but, yeah, there's also those real painful moments where, yeah, it is painful sometimes for people to misunderstand or to... Um, be wounded by what you put out there Mm. it's it's hard so it ebbs and flows (laughs) for sure yeah yeah just keep running to Jesus like Lord what do you say like you know yeah (laughs) yeah. what I hear you saying is there's a cost I mean that's your cross to bear and um your art and your ministry is it's pouring out of this conversation straight from the father and it's intimate and it's raw and it's real you you use this, um, what slogan, I guess, of just English in plain, what do you say? God in plain English, God in plain English. And, um, it feels that way. It feels like you're sharing your conversation with him. It feels like you come right out of that sacred space with him and share it with us. And, um, I just appreciate it. It, 
it does sound hard and it also sounds beautiful and it pierces me. It challenges me. Mm. Um, but I think what is so refreshing about your, um, post is, is it, for example, with mother Teresa, you said it was easy to draw mother Teresa washing the feet of Jesus. But then what popped in your head and your time with the Lord was someone from the red light district washing the feet of Jesus. And just right then and there, you plain in plain English wrote, and I recoiled mm-hmm. just that honesty, that raw response, and really just the awareness that you have, the self-awareness of what you're thinking and what you're feeling and what your responses are feels really powerful. Um, and that you're able to verbal, like put that into a language that we understand and can grasp is, is not a small thing. It's very unique. And, um, I really do think it reflects the heart of God. And so I thank you for doing that. I really do. Yeah. Thank you. It's certainly, um, you know, every single person I've drawn has personally challenged me <laughs> in some way. It's, yeah, I'm not just like creating these things and, and writing these cool captions in the hope that someone else is going to be convicted. Like, right. That was, that was me first. So I'm just sharing my real experience, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's cool though. I mean, it's just genuine. So, I mean, that answers like this idea that this is personal and it comes from a place of worship. You may have already answered this question, but just as I think about how our passions heal, Mm. just that whole idea of knowing your purpose, walking out the unique quality of who you are brings you alive. Right. And it heals the, Mm. it heals the shame and it heals the rejection and it heals the hurts when you allow God to use you in that way, do you feel like this has kind of helped you heal mentally and spiritually along this journey? Do you feel like art has done that for you? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, I've said that um, the Lord has convicted me and corrected me along the way. And so this is kind of like an overflow. I'm just sharing, (laughs) sharing, sharing that with the world. Mm -hmm. But I think that the Lord is so kind and that he would never chastise me just to embarrass me or cause me shame but his his correction is always to heal me you know like hey like sometimes in my mind this some people might find the sacrilegious but that's okay this is just between me and Jesus sometimes in my mind I hear him call me baby and it's just like he's like hey baby like you know you don't need to be embarrassed like your life is going to be better if you try walking it this way or um yeah so it does like every time he talks to me it's never to condemn me or or bring yeah shame or embarrassment it's it's literally because he loves me and he you know I think if you're listening to a voice that sounds like it's saying you know you are your sin or you're always going to be like this or um you know that choice is always going to haunt you like that's not the correction of the lord like that's the voice of the enemy and you know god doesn't speak to us like that like yes he corrects us but it's always in a way that is 
separating our choices from our identity and um, his love is never swayed by our choices and um, yeah he's always going to say I love you and that's why I think that this is a better way for you to do that or um, you know yeah. and you don't need to be embarrassed about this it's just we it's going to be better for you you know so for you <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense but it makes perfect sense it, yes it's so good it's so good would the healing come in that moment with him with his words or does the healing come in the demonstration through the through the image like how oh I think I mean I love to put God into boxes but here's the reality like I don't get to tell God how he moves so sometimes it's in the moment and it's like straight away like I think often like he would never kind of leave me exposed like if he's like hey this is wrong he's not just gonna like let me sit there and feel like an idiot he'll like straight away be covering me and be like hey this is wrong I love you he's like, what's going to be better? You know, let's move forward like this. Don't worry about it. We're good. You know, like he's really quick to, to cover me as soon as my heart can understand I've done something wrong and repent. And, um, but then also sometimes, yeah, sometimes it takes longer and it's not usually the Lord who's delaying the healing. Sometimes it's me like being ready for it, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, all of it is genuinely so so, so beautiful. I cannot say it enough. And I'm so excited for the impact that you're having in the Instagram world, which trickles out into the real world. And it's just Uh really cool. I hope that as you um, get back in school, that you can continue to keep, keep up with salt and gold um, because it's amazing. Amazing. It always brings (laughs) me to tears. Well, um, just as we wrap up, how would you encourage, um, someone else, like I said, like the artist, even though you don't, you know, call yourself an artist, it it is so easy to define purpose, maybe to the, to someone who maybe doesn't feel talented in that way. They're like, Oh, I don't draw and I don't have flowing words. Um, but how do they reflect the heart of God? You know, how do they find that gift of of reflecting who God is in them. Would you have any words for that? Yeah. I think um, this need to understand who we are and what we're made for is in all of us. And I think it haunts us until we figure it out, honestly. Right. And, um, you know, I I don't think I'm here yet. Like, like you say, I don't call myself an artist. I think that's how God's using me. I think I feel more at home in... Um, being called a missionary, whether that's a, you know, a missionary to young people, whether that's a missionary in the Middle East, whether that's a missionary, like a creative missionary through my artwork, I don't know. So I think for me, I've found that as my home. Um, And you can kind of sometimes, your history will tell you about your future in some ways. Mm. Um, Like just practically, I love practical, (laughs) but I think practically, 
if you look back on your life, what are some of the things that you were drawn to when you were a kid? What were the, what did you love to do before someone told you that it was stupid or not a real career? Or um, what do people constantly affirm you on that maybe you're not really taking on board? You just think people are being nice when they're talking to you? Or what, and when you open your Bible, like what's the Bible verse that's just talking to you over and over and over? It's like it's hunting you yeah. down, you know? Or what's the, the image? Like you go outside and you just keep on seeing the same olive tree like what is the lord saying to you because i know that he's saying something to you and he yes does. he has made you with a purpose and he's excited to journey with you as you figure that out and maybe it's not even just one thing i think um you know as a society we really buy into this i'm a doctor i'm a firefighter I'm an accountant like I'm a mum whatever it is but I think that the Lord has made us much broader than that and we can go through seasons and we can have multiple gifts and yeah I'm just excited for whoever's listening to this for you to just keep going on that walk and remember it's a journey not the destination I hate that quote so much because it's so corny (laughs) but it really is you know like every day with the Lord can be so exciting as you're not going to get to this you know, in seven years time when you're at your most holy and finally figure it out, like he's with you right now today. Yes, yes, yes. That's so good. Well, as a creative missionary who listens daily and just brims with excitement that we get to do it again today, you are making a huge impact and you have invited us all into that space of just being our own missionary in our own way with our own passion and our own purpose. Um, so the trick is it's not a trick, but it's abiding mm. with the Lord and, mm. and listening daily and saying, help me see the gold today and mm-hmm. brimming with excitement, right? Like, let's yeah. go get it. Let's <laughs> go get it. It's so exciting. Thanks so much, okay. Jess. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Riley. It's